The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey fam, I'm Jada Pinkett Smith, and this is the Red Table Talk podcast. All your favorite episodes from the Facebook Watch Show in audio. Produced by Westbrook Audio and iHeartRadio. Please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. On this Red Table Talk, I have had my fair share of mom shaming. Okay. Sure have. I felt like me and Jaden were shunned. Like, they're too different. They're too right. weird. These people are talking about your children that they don't even know. I've definitely been shamed a lot. Mommy shamers are just mean girls who grew up to be mothers. Every one of us has mom shamed. Let's own yeah. it. More black mothers are shamed yeah. than any other group. I've heard, are all those kids yours? That's an insult. Because of the pandemic, two thirds of mommies are getting mommy shamed. What kind of person are you? That's child abuse. What? It hurts, man. It really, really hurts. There's this headline from the New York Times about mom shaming just running wild during the pandemic. Over the years, I have had my fair share of mom shaming, okay? Sure With Willow, like I think the first time I got hardcore criticism, when you first cut your hair, I mean, there was a firestorm. It honestly makes me like, 
go like this because it's, exactly. con- it's like it's ridiculous. Con- it was a constant, a yeah. constant. And even yeah, how right. you decided to educate us. You had two parents that worked. So I get shame for homeschooling you so that you can be with us. And I would have gotten shame for leaving you here and you not be- being with you. Yeah, be- not being with you. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you can't know, win. I think people shaming me for my mothering affected you far more than it affected Absolutely. me. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you were stressed there for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> but I also felt like these people are talking about your children yeah. that they don't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making you guys out to be these brats, Hollywood brats, you were never that, yeah. ever. The thing that I had to consider was that they weren't raised typically. Right. And I think especially for our community, it was something new. Oh, yeah, you know definitely, I mean? definitely. Specifically with the African-American community, I kind of felt like me and Jaden were like shunned a little bit. Yeah. Like, no, like they, we're not gonna take, we're not gonna take pride in them because they don't, they're too different. They're too right. weird. Wow. Even some of our family members, I oh, would God, feel yes. they thought you're too different. We do have a way within the community yeah. that we expect our kids to be raised, like how you behave, yeah. you know, how you carry yourself. It was but hard. there are different ways that right. can be successful. It was difficult for me to even let go and give oh, you guys we, yeah. I know, free reign over your own children. Yeah. Don't let LA. them go off the rails. <laughs> Get these folks in order because some kids is running wild over there. <laughs> they're going to bed whenever they feel like they're going to bed. No, no. No, no. When it's I was eight younger, o'clock, I knew whenever Gammy was around, it ain't no joke. Uh-uh, we ain't doing the. But I feel like mm-mm, it don't matter. You're gonna do. You're gonna do what she says, okay? You got some in the new school, and mm-hmm. you got the old school. Old school was solid, totally. Yeah. yeah. Did people shame me through you? One hundred percent. Really? God. One hundred percent. Like. I would be at places or at events and like people would say things. And they would be like, your mom let you come out like that? exactly. It was always Mm -hmm. like, oh, like it's not your fault. Your mother should have taught you better. Like it's not, (laughs) it's not your fault that you're crazy. Your mother should have. (laughs) That was the other thing. Your mother's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Why is it always your mother? Your mother should have. Yeah. But at the same time though, there's different ways that the shaming happens. Cause I feel like you experienced it more through the media and mm-hmm. through like the world looking at you and yes. saying, we don't think this is right. But some moms experience it like, you know, the PTA meetings yeah. and the dropping off their yeah. kids to school yeah. and the cupcakes right. weren't right and you're not wearing makeup and why is your kid not wearing PJs on PJ day? And right. right. I feel like that's more difficult. Yeah. Well, we have a really, this is a woman that I really admire. And when she gave birth to her First baby eight months ago, the mom shamers came for her. Supermodel Ashley Graham has been unconventional her whole life. From her first big break, a controversial lingerie commercial. Is it something about having a waist and hips that scares these advertisers? To becoming the first curvy model to land the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. She's been unconventional in her marriage, her baby shower, and in the birth of her son, Isaac, opting for a home delivery in water. Ashley is a huge inspiration to millions, but being so outspoken sometimes has made her the target of mom shamers. Whether she's in a car pumping or in a store making emergency diaper change, thousands of hurtful mom shaming comments appear nearly every post she makes. 
Ashley. You guys, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. You're glowing. I know you have felt the wrath of the mommy shaming police. You know, it's interesting because my whole career has been based around body shaming mm -hmm. because I am a curvy girl who has come into a skinny world and said that my body and other bodies like mine need to be normalized. Yep. I knew that it was coming and I was ready to combat it, but it never feels good to have yeah. someone tell you that you're not doing a good enough job, that you're doing something wrong. I can sit here and tell you that, oh, I just brush it off, but I don't brush it off. I think yeah. if you allow the comments to get to you, they can. Yeah. yeah. So this photo, this is the first time I had taken Isaac out in public. And he was just under a month old and I wanted to go to my favorite brunch spot. And I thought, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do if I have to breastfeed? Well, I'm just gonna whip out my boob and feed him. Right. So then I thought, Justin, to my husband, take a picture. This is my first time breastfeeding him in public. This is something I always wanna remember. They and tore you up. I, I know they I did. I agonized over what I was going to say, and then I just finally just wrote something, like two emojis, like a milk and a cookie. Sure enough, I got mom shamed. I can only imagine, Ashley. <laughs> when I saw the picture, inside my heart, I had to clap, because I remember me, myself, when I would be out with Jaden and Willow, mm. Breastfeeding. Remember, I used to have like that little breast mm -hmm. feed cover, and it would make it so make difficult. It so they're in there, they're suffocating. You can't see them. I can't see you're them. Trying to you peep. know, you're trying to I had so much anxiety about it because back when I had them, breastfeeding was like, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, Whoa. what are you doing? You know what's crazy? I feel like the reason why it's so jarring for people is because. We're taught from such a young age that our bodies are meant to be sexualized. Well, you bring up a great point because my whole career is based off of being sexy. And my breasts have been the forefront of many magazine covers. Right. So then to flip to my baby is there sucking on them, I think that people just had to like switch their minds. But they are multi-purposeful. Yes, <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> I think there's so many new mommies out there who are agonizing over what they should and shouldn't be doing. Jada, you've felt it immensely. So what are some of the tools that you've used in order to combat so much of that feeling of anxiousness and anxiety around mommy shaming? For me, Looking at how my children were being affected, that's what count. Yeah. When people are like, oh my God, I can't believe you shaved Willow's head. <laughs> if they could have seen this child's expression of freedom, yeah. looking at her hair falling to the ground. Mm. So me as a mom, looking at that, experiencing that with her, there is nothing that anyone could say to me to yeah. tell me that it was wrong. Mm -hmm. Not that one person. Because I was there, I was looking at her, I saw her face, I knew the journey that she and I took together yeah. to get to that point. Yeah. And so it didn't really matter what anybody said. Right, yeah. and that was such a powerful lesson. Yeah. Ashley, have you ever been shamed by anybody that's close to you? Oh, definitely. I've definitely been shamed by close family members. In fact, it just happened right before Isaac turned three months old and they said, I can't believe he's not sleep trained yet. What are you doing? Why are you ruining your life? It's just, keep your comments to yourself. You know what? I never sleep trained my kids. You certainly did not. <laughs> I never said that. I just, we, cause we were in so many different time zones all the time, yeah. you know? So if I was up, they 
they were up, but I got the same thing. People were like, girl. What I appreciate is to have a conversation, like the one we're having today. Yeah. I would rather talk about what I can do to be a better mom. I don't want somebody coming at me or telling me what I need to do. I didn't know that sleep training was a thing. How do you sleep yeah, train? Oh, it is a thing. I loved it. I, I you know, I, I loved having my kids up with me. Ashley, remember this, till this day, these kids, they love their mommy, they you know? Do. <laughs> they, yes. they love their mama. Yes. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that we slept together yes. all the time. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind, like... How much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When it comes to mom shaming, this mother of three gorgeous children... Has seen it all. Not only is Jessica Alba an actor, she's a business mogul who runs a wildly successful baby and beauty product company. Jessica! <laughs> hey, lady! Hi. Hey! How old are your kids, Jessica? So I have a nine year old and a 12 year old. Right. And Hayes, my little one, is two, yeah. and he's not even trying to potty train. He does not care about it. No, thank you. I said, honey, you know, because I, I, I make diapers that are cute with the patterns. And he's like, no, nada, no, nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, other little kids your age. And he was like, 
No, no, thank you. He likes to walk around naked. Both our boys, we we had a we had a real time potty training them. It was very challenging, and I do remember family members being like, "Listen, he's three. Time. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to be out of diapers. How you know, you even, and it took. I don't even know how you do that. Yeah, I had to just like take that. a weekend. I had to just be like, just hey, like dude, every day. It's like you, you, you have to man doo doos by this time. <laughs> <laughs> Have people been getting on you about that? Yes, yes. I think also because it's quarantine, so they're like, what a great time to potty train your kid. <laughs> right. And I'm like, what a great time to add another freaking stress on me? Yeah. No, thank you. Jessica, let's look at these photos that caused some of the mom shamers to come out. Oh, yeah. One woman commented, OMG, no. That bottle, you should be breastfeeding. What? <laughs> what? WTF, see, here we go, Ashley. You get shaved for breastfeeding. And shaved for not. Wait, no, now you have the other photo of me breastfeeding. They came for you, didn't they? Oh, wow. You're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Jessica, were you whipping it out in public also? Yeah. Definitely. We whip it out when we yeah. have to. Yes. I mean, I fed him at Target. Also, I just needed to get out of the dang house. I was like, especially by the third one. <laughs> So what would be some of your wisdom to women who want to be part of the social media world? They love sharing their kids. Yeah, because on the, on the one hand, you would think, well, just stop posting pictures. Right, yeah. but it's you know? like, it's such a part of culture now. Yeah. This is what I always have to say. Mommy shamers are just mean girls who grew up to be mothers. Right. This is so true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've had to do a lot of therapy, and certainly right. now that I'm, I'm almost 40, I've come to this place where I realize that most people who have something to say, it's because they're so insecure and it's more of like them being ashamed of themselves, them being overly critical. And for whatever reason, the natural reaction is to pull other people apart for them to feel justified or them to feel okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know this other picture of you and your family caused some heat. That's just absolutely ludicrous that we're living in a day and age where health is politicized. Like, my, my mind is blown. The comment was, what kind of person are you doing such an unhealthy thing to your child? That's child abuse. That's, well, there you go. You're an ass. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> One of our RTT favorites, Dr. Romani, is here to break this all down for us. She also has experienced mom shaming herself. And she's going to talk to us about why this occurs. This one's personal. I yeah. mean, having been there, it happens to my friends, to my patients, so many people I've known, and it's devastating. How have you personally been shamed? I watched my own mom be shamed. I'm the child of, of immigrant parents. Right. My mom would wear a sari. We already looked so foreign. So I watched that happen to my mom. So I was acutely aware of it. And my younger daughter, she's a bit of a pistol. She's just fierce. Right. And I will never forget the day, because I was working full time when, when my girls were young, and I remember going to the school and she had been acting up a little bit. And another mother at the school takes me aside and says, you know why she's such a handful? Because you neglect her and you're never around. She sees all the other mothers here serving lunch and you're never here. Nice of you to show up. I was almost like, 
speaking to you, yeah. but I was like, no, not in front of the kids. Right. But I was devastated. I went right. to the restroom. I was crying yeah. because she played on my own insecurity. I wasn't there all the time. Right. I wasn't. But you, you know? have a career and you're a working woman and you provide. But it's still hard. It's still hard. Yeah. Because Ashley, Jessica, all of us, right. you're being judged on your momness. And the mom part feels primal. Right. You know, like, I can't get that one wrong. I could get professor wrong. I could get psychologist wrong. I can't get, get mom, mom wrong. Because it's primal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember my daughter said to me, why are you the only mommy that can't be here for all the special events? Right. And she was, like, four years old. Yeah. And I, same thing, I fell apart. It hurts, man. Yeah. It really, it hurts. really hurts. It's so weird that we feel like we have to choose between our professional ambitions and our desire to have a personal life and to have a family. It's not fair. And I feel like, yeah. too, for working mothers, they may feel like they don't know their children that well because Correct. they're not there. I agree. So they feel like they need some input. They right. need some advice Correct. and, and, and guidance. But don't you think nothing could be farther from the truth? Right? Yeah. I mean, you worked, mm -hmm. I yeah. worked, mm -hmm. Jessica works, yeah. Ashley's worked. Yeah. I mean, the fact is, you know your child. I am a true believer in this mystical connection yes. you've got with your child. I don't think being out of the house affects that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. I just want everybody to know, I got shame for being a working mom and keeping my kids with me. Mm -hmm. I did, for homeschooling yeah. them so that they could actually travel with me. I had my mother come with me and I got the business for, oh, yeah. <laughs> for homeschooling yeah. the kids so that they could actually be with me. Yeah. So, you know, once again, you can't win. Yeah. Every one of us has mom shamed. Let's own yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I've done it, you've done it, yep. we've all we've done, done it. Definitely okay? Have. Maybe I've judged someone who doesn't work out of right. the house. Exactly. The fact is we've got to stop and we've got to pay attention and look at every mother through a lens of compassion. Mm -hmm. Is there any such thing as like, healthy criticism, you know, constructive criticism, constructive criticism around mothering. You know what I call it? Empathic feedback. Yes. Ooh. If you see a mother struggling, go up to them. You know what the first thing you say to them? Is there anything I can do to help? How can I help? Do you yeah. want to talk? And if you set an, a comfortable tone, people will talk and they might say, you know, we are struggling a little bit. And then you set the, the pace to actually allow someone to open up and not feel like they're going to be attacked. But I think mothers are terrified right now. Yes. They put even a comment on social media and say, can anyone help me out? I'm struggling with da-da-da. Boom. Yeah. The people are going to get in there and say, well, you're doing this wrong. But that's the insecurity. And now we're in a pandemic. So the insecurity paired with the uncertainty it is such a volatile combination because everyone's insecure now. Yes. And when people are insecure, they lash out. Never before can I say as a psychologist have I seen that the entire population's insecure because everything's so uncertain. Certain. Mm -hmm. so and moms are getting the worst of it. Yes. I do feel really isolated and things do feel magnified. 100%. And I just think that it's because everybody is at home on their phones right. just feeling like everybody else needs some advice from them about how to be a better mother. And it's not just moms shaming moms. Right. It's strangers shaming moms. Right. It's pediatricians shaming moms. Yes. It's teachers, you name it. Even my damn OB told me, he was like, you know, you really shouldn't be um, gaining more than the 25 pounds, you know, for your entire pregnancy. Wow. And I was like, oh, I kind of gained that in my first trimester <laughs> um, with all three. Right. So that's just life. That's me. That's the way my body carries these babies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The shame just like continues. Ashley, you said you had a question for the doctor. doctor Oh, I do. Okay, so this isn't really around mommy shaming, but... I'm sure I'm gonna get mom shamed for asking it. So now that I have Isaac sleep trained, I put him down at eight and I go to sleep. But usually in the hours between 12.30 and about four o'clock in the morning, I have what my husband is calling these night terrors. And in my sleep, I am hunting for my child. And I'm like, where is Isaac? Where is he? And I'm looking under the bed. I'm flipping my husband upside down. I'm turning on the lights. It's happening almost every single night. What is that? Oh, Ashley, it's actually, I, I'm going to tell you, it's so beautiful to hear you say this because it's <laughs> your body doing exactly what your body's supposed to do. And so here you are in that first year, maybe in the first two years you have a baby, your cortisol levels are higher. For new moms, it makes them more alert, mm. especially in the middle of the night. So your cortisol is that middle of the night, where is he, where is he, where is he? Oh, 
great, I'm gonna go back to sleep. But new moms don't sleep through the night because that is a built-in biological alertness. It's your body being absolutely beautiful. It's really nice to know that I'm not alone and I'm oh, normal because no, I really no, thought no, there was something no, chemically wrong with no. me. No, in fact, there is something that's chemically changed in you and it's chemically right. My kids are grown and I still oh, have that yeah. sometimes. I wake up at yeah. night like, yeah. oh, oh, all the they grown yeah. in yeah. their own spaces. All right, girl, go to sleep. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I wake up like 30 seconds to one minute before my kids wake up from either a nightmare or they're going to the bathroom. And I tell Cash, did you hear that? And he, every time he's like, there's nothing. There's, it's in your head. Now I spy on them. Now I have cameras in all their rooms. So I actually can really- <laughs> Was that noise actually? Justify what the heck is going on. But I really thought I was losing it until I started surveilling them. Are you ever gonna take the cameras out of their room? Honor was like, mom, you know, I'm 12 now. Like, don't you think it's awkward? And I'm like, well, you shouldn't be doing anything, you know, in your bedroom. You have a whole closet to dress in and you have your bathroom for your private time. And so what are you doing in your room? What, you think you're gonna sneak somebody in? Somehow I'm still getting away with it, but I think this might be the last year. All right, our RTT family sent in some questions. So many moms in our RTT family wanted to share their mom-shaming situations and get some advice. This is Joy live in Richmond, Virginia. My son loves to wear his hair naturally in free-form dreadlocks. Mm -hmm. My Black friends, however, will mention things like, girl, when you gonna get his hair done? It makes me feel like I'm literally not living up to the standards as a Black mom. How do I let my friends know that telling me what to do with my son's hair is actually a form of mom shaming? This black hair situation is real. It's I problem. mean, yeah. it's, it's a, a problem. When we talk about Blue Ivy, Beyonce's child, mm -hmm. and how she's been shamed for her natural hair, when we talk about Gab's daughter, yeah. who's been shamed for her natural hair, Willow... Ridiculous. Yes. Hair yeah. is a button for us. Every mm -hmm. single black woman that mm -hmm. I know has an, a wound yes. somewhere in their childhood mm -hmm. yeah. about their hair and about what someone yeah. said about yeah. their hair. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. This reflects an insecurity that was foisted onto the black yeah. community yeah. Yep. by an existing system of oppression. Yep. She has to sort of channel that inner leader and say, we have got to, as black mothers, stop destroying each other. Yeah. And okay. when you're talking about my son's hair, you're actually, this is a bigger problem with our community. Yes. Would you like to have that conversation, conversation. with me, ladies? Exactly. Yes, yeah. yes. And we should talk about that. And Let's that's real talk. That. Yeah. I love you. That's real talk. It it's like, talk. and it's a worthy conversation to have because if that is your group of right. friends, yes. it's like, mm -hmm. let's really get to the bottom of this, of that's why right. my son's hair that's triggers right. you. And let me explain to you why it's important for that's me right. to allow him to have the hair that he wants. And just to have a conversation with your yeah. group of friends. Mm -hmm. And I bet you it'll get smoothed out. That's right. Because when we get to the real, and you gotta really look exactly. at yourself and why that triggers you, mm -hmm. yeah. then you're gonna really think about if you need to be putting that on that young child. 100%. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's and then they gonna go on over there and have a seat. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> next right. question. Hello, ladies. I'm Christina from Tuskegee, Alabama. I'm a pastor's wife and homeschooling mom of five awesome kids. Wow. 
I get mom shamed when I go out in public without my husband. I've heard all kinds of questions like, do you all even use birth control or are all those kids yours? So my question for you all today is, what makes someone else bold enough to criticize your life choices as a parent? Yeah, I'm so done right now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, no. Like, I feel like, mind your own few cubic feet of space. Yes. But you know, Cammie, there's a bigger conversation here. No one would have said this to a white woman. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, now a that's A black that's woman true. with five children? That is such an inappropriate question yes. that all I want to say to her is don't engage. You hold your head high like a yes. queen and you keep walking because they don't deserve your engagement because that's an insult. Exactly. So insults really don't bear response. People see black mothers and they shame them more yeah. than any other group. I mean, by a landslide. Yep. That's where we often see some of the most poisonous mom shaming when it's black and brown moms, especially when you talk to the moms of black sons. Yeah, you really hit it. I got shamed a lot, you know, oh, for Willow. Crazy. But Jaden was like, yes, that was hard. You think people shamed you more for Jaden than for me? I think as Jaden got older, you know, when he did the Louis Vuitton oh, thing, yeah, yeah, he was wearing yeah, yeah, a skirt, yeah. yes. you know? Yes. And then mm -hmm. he isn't what people consider your typical black, black man. man. That's right. Which is like, mm -hmm. what is that supposed is to be? Is he supposed to be right. sagging to his knees? <laughs> right. Even in the community, we create stereotypes exactly. around ourselves. Yes. You know? Exactly. And we do. Yes. It's something that we as a community really have to learn how to... Let um, go of. Let go mm -hmm. of. I know that people... In, you know, felt like it's dangerous. It's like, no, you cannot afford mm -mm. to no. raise your children this way because it's dangerous. Yeah. And if you their know children what see it's like doing to be a black or brown person in this world, mm -hmm. you are doing your kids a disservice. Mm -hmm. I understood yep. where mm -hmm. that fear came from. Yep. But I also understood from having been on the streets and having right. had been not your conventional mm -hmm. black girl right. in the streets of Baltimore. Mm -hmm. I knew that self-confidence That's right. is what helped right. me survive. But you see, exactly. we're back to the getting rid of the insecurity. So right. that yes. doesn't even matter, black, exactly. brown, or white. It's yes. about that. And it is harder for a black woman to hold that space of confidence and Absolutely. security than it is others. So that is a struggle yeah. that people are going to have even more, which is going to impact their parenting and make them more vulnerable to the mom shame. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. We've got Veronica from Indio, California. Hey, Hi, Veronica. <laughs> Hi, Red Table fam. Nice to see you all. I continuously being mom shamed for being a career woman while my husband stays home and takes care of our four children. Okay. So I'm a college professor and this requires me to travel a lot and I miss a lot of precious moments during that time. People mom shame me and tell me they can't travel because they have to put their children first. I also got criticized for pursuing my doctorate degree. Wow. I was told I was too ambitious and that I should be focusing on my family. Wow. So my problem is my husband continues to be praised for being a stay-at-home dad, and I continue to be shamed for being the breadwinner. So what do I say to the shamers? First of all, I feel you, Veronica, because I am a college professor too. Here's the thing, Veronica, they're threatened. It, it goes back to yep. this insecurity. You are triggering their insecurities. That's about them. You're going out there and living fully. Don't make their insecurity your problem. Think of what you're doing. You are modeling for your children a deeply educated woman who is pursuing her dreams and showing them that men can be caregivers 
So haters are going to be haters, shamers are going to be shamers. Right. You are never going to convert them, okay? But instead, put forth the power and the beauty of your story and what you and your husband have created with your kids. I think it's magnificent, Dr. Veronica. Yes. And I really tip my hat to what you've done. It's, it's the path you're setting that future women scholars will follow. You can let those shamers know that too. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. I didn't think you were going to yes. make me cry. Well, all right. <laughs> Thank you, Veronica. Keep up the gangsters. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Keep up the, the gangsters. Doctor gangster. Doctor gangster. Yeah. gangster. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. The very talented country music star Marin Morris was in the news recently for being mom shamed. We caught up to her right after she won the ACM Award for Best Female Performer of the Year. She wanted to share her very personal story with the Red Table. So the first bout of social mom shaming I dealt with was with my son shortly after he was born. It was 4th of July and I was at the lake with my family and I had Hayes, my son, on an inflatable golf cart float and it was tied to the dock. It was very shallow and I didn't have a baby life vest on him. So immediately once I posted it, every comment was like, why don't you have a life vest on him? He could easily fall out of your arms, off the float, into the water. I just find it really unfortunate because we're all trying to do our best. We all love our babies. And so it feels like a bigger betrayal when it's a mom that's shaming another mother because they've been there too. That was a good point that that's it felt good, like a betrayal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yes. Mom shaming is actually mom gaslighting. Yes. And what does that do? That leaves moms feeling like they're losing their minds. You know, we actually take away the reality. You're not doing that, right? He should be going on this routine. He should be going to sleep this time. He should be eating this. You know, like, maybe they're right. Yeah. When someone says these things to you, it's theft. They're stealing your reality. Yes. They're stealing your sense of self. Don't let them take it. Yeah. Right? One of the things that really that really struck home for me, not necessarily with mom shaming, but just shame in general, how I've used that in the past, and it's just making me look at myself yes. and recognize the work that I need Correct. to do on myself. Right. Yeah, because right. I didn't even realize that it was coming from a place of my own insecurity. That's right. Mm -hmm. This was so wonderful to be able to have this conversation. Do you have any final words before we go? You taught all of us to just do it the way you want to do it, so I am totally following your lead here. Oh, awesome. Congratulations on being a new mom. Yes. Thank you. Jessica, I know that LA's Finest has started. Right. I binged the last season, which I was awesome. Too. It was great. We're going to be binging this season. Mm -hmm. We can't wait. Thank you. Dr. Ramani, we always you. love having you. Thank you for having me. You ladies keep being the fabulous women warriors that you yes. are. And we can't wait to actually have both of you here at this table oh, at some yeah. point. Bye, ladies. All right. Thank, Bye. You, Thank you, guys. you for having me. Bye-bye. What would you do if I got oh a face hat or something? Like, what would you do? Like, no. Absolutely But what not. if it was cute? Like, what if it was like, nothing's gonna be cute tattooed on your face? At the end of the day, here's the truth. You grown as hell. Yeah. It wouldn't even matter how I felt Don't about try it. it. Yeah. <laughs>
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.